When you're vaguely left and you don't have friends, listen to the Moral Hazard Podcast. Hey everybody, it's me, Edward, Eddie, whatever you want to call me. I guess it's Eddie. Um, boring, uh, boring times. Joe Biden is the president, people are at brunch, and um, it's, it's weird, it's... Even when even when stuff does happen, like there's plenty to actually talk about. If Trump did half the shit Biden does, um, well, I guess he he did do half the shit Biden did, but the coverage is just different, is what I'm saying. Um, so Biden uh, has done some good things. He um, we seem to be getting back in the Paraclimate Accords, which is which is I mean it's pretty much symbolic but it's something um and it at first it looked like he was gonna re redo the iran deal which was obama's like greatest achievement arguably but now all of a sudden there's all this talk about iran is four weeks away from a bomb and they're starting up their centrifuges and all this and we're talking about iran again and um that could be to drum up support to go back into the deal because the reality is we haven't been part part of the Iran deal for a while now and they still have you know nuclear weapons and all this so maybe they think that if they drum up you know get people scared again then then that'll give us the justification we need to fuck with Iran or or rather to not fuck with Iran to negotiate renegotiate a new Iran deal um i don't know i don't know what they're doing but i'll the whole Iran thing is fucking insane. It's fucking insane because everybody knows. What is that? The emperor wears new, no clothes. The emperor has the emperor's fucking clothes. Everybody knows what the situation is. The Iranians won't play ball with Western corporate power. That's all it is, and they have a lot of oil, and they have control of the Strait of Hormuz. That's all this is. Ever since 1970, was it 79, 78? The Iranian, the Islamic Revolution, or you know. Iranian Revolution, the Islamic Revolution. Ever since then, they've never been forgiven for, uh, you know, having their own government. And obviously, it's not a representative democracy. The people do vote, though. Um, now, the candidates are chosen and uh, beforehand, and the whole thing, it's, it's very, almost no... Um, the people have almost no accountability. Um, but they do have elections. And the elections they do have are a hell of a lot more... Um, transparent than ours and consistently counted and, and, and everything from what I understand. So their elections are actually better. It's just you know, what they're empowered by their constitution to do with their votes is like I think they can vote for candidates that have already been selected by the... Oh, I used to know. There's like an Islamic council that approves candidates and then the Ayatollah appoints the council members and then the council members are supposed to appoint the next Ayatollah but it's all circular the only say the people have in it. Actually, it's kind of like how our government was originally set up before all the amendments and shit, where the um, the senators are appointed. You know, the VP is the second runner-up, not the primary. Has nothing to do with the choice of the primary candidate. You know, if you look at our original constitution, the people served as like a, the source of legitimacy in the way the crown is the legitimacy of parliament over in the UK, but the people, you can almost say they didn't wield any actual power. And it was 
by design. So at the end of the day, if like 100% of the American people wanted something, it could it would slowly be reflected in the structure of the government over time. But the people didn't really vote for shit, and it was made that way on purpose. You know, the elites ran the show. Their legitimacy ultimately derived from the people. But the people weren't ever meant to be, like, participatory. And Iran is the same way. I would say Iran is very comparable to how our republic was when it was first founded. But regardless, they're not fucking Saudi Arabia. You know, they're not a fucking... They're not um, uh, Assad. They're not how Saddam was before we fucking... You know, when we installed him, basically. Or supported him. There are natural allies in the region. We should be fucking allies with Iran against these fucking Wahhabist Sunnis. The only reason things ended up the way they did is because the British backed the Arabs, uh, the Hashemite kingdoms. Originally, it was um, Jordan, uh, Saudi Arabia, and I, well, it was just Arabia, and I believe Iraq all had the same royal family, basically. Descended from uh, King Faisal from, if you've seen Lawrence of Arabia, that guy. Ended up being the, the the founding member of the dynasty that ruled all those countries. And then one by one, they were overcome. But at the time, they were allies of the British. Who, you know, and we're all allies with the British. So when it came to Iran versus the Arabs, we sided with the Arabs. And then that's why... You know, more Arab countries have been able to broker peace with Israel. And now you see how Iran is like the great enemy of Israel. First of all, because we've taken out all the other threats. But also because they came down on the other side of that Sunni-Shia split. But it was completely arbitrary. If we had fucking made... Um, if the if It all goes back to World War One, But basically, if, if, the, if Iran was a mandate of Britain by the end of World War One, instead of Arabia, then we would have just been allies with Iran, you've gotten the oil from them, and then today, the maybe Saudi Arabia would be the greatest threat to Israel. It, who knows how things could have turned out. My point is, the Iranians are our fucking natural allies. The people there... You know, I think, well, I think there was a time you used to be able to say the people actually really love the United States and look up to us, you know, but it, that's not, I get the feeling that's even less and less true. I mean, but who could blame them? We're fucking starving them. During the COVID crisis, we, they couldn't even get medicine. We literally blockade food and medicine to people who have never harmed us, never done shit to us. And in fact, are our allies against every Wahhab Salafi sack of shit that comes out of there screaming about fucking everything's an innovation in Islam. You know, the only people fighting them are Hezbollah, who are uh, n- who are not terrorists. They're a militia insurgency who attack military targets, take care of civilians, follow the rules of war. Uh, you know, they're non-governmental, although they do have a lot of say in the Lebanese government. But they're not terrorists. They don't engage in terrorism. Of course, we call anything we don't like terrorism. They're fucking sworn enemies of Al-Qaeda and ISIS. They fucking helped us fight in Afghanistan and Iraq against a common enemy. It's like our enemy of our enemy should be our friend. You know, at least when they're not 
when there's no reason for them otherwise to be our enemy. The only reason we hate Iran is because they overthrew our puppet and because they won't let us have their fucking oil. It has nothing to do with civil uh, human rights or anything of the sort. All of a sudden you'll see, oh, they, they hang gay people for homosexuality. Yeah, that's fucking horrible. But since when do we give a shit about... You know what they do in Saudi Arabia? Same shit. You can't even be a Jew in Saudi Arabia. Or an atheist. I mean... Whatever. It's fucking disgusting. Let those people alone. Let them fucking have their country. And the fucking Grand Ayatollah of Iran... Issued a fatwa... Which is like a religious... It's kind of like a papal bull. A religious edict. Declaring nuclear weapons to be haram. Illegal. Sinful. The enemy of God against Islam and human civilization. It is illegal under the Islamic under Shia religious law in Iran to possess or pursue nuclear weapons. It's against the fucking law. Now you could say, well, that's Takiya, or oh, that they're just you know dirty Persian liars. But I mean, it's something. It's more hell of a lot more than any of our fucking leaders have ever said against nuclear weapons, and they have a right to nuclear energy, and they've never been shown to be developing weapons past the point of nuclear energy. The whole fucking thing, the whole nuclear canard, is only slightly more relevant in Iran than it was in Iraq. It has nothing to fucking do with nuclear weapons, or human rights, or how much we suddenly love gay people, or any of that shit. Because when ISIS was throwing gay people, allegedly gay people, off roofs with no trial or any law or any fucking anything, the Iranians were fucking kicking their asses. ISIS. And, you know, that didn't stop us then. So why the hell do we all of a sudden love, you know, the poor persecuted gays and the women have to, women aren't equal citizens in Iran. Dude, in Saudi Arabia, they weren't even allowed to drive in a car until five minutes ago. Iranian women are businesswomen and doctors and lawyers and working people and all kinds of shit. They have every bit as much of freedom as, as any man. The society is more conservative. I wouldn't want to be a woman in Iran. They have a lot of work to do. But it's their fucking country. It's their fucking culture. And the women of Iran need to fight those fights themselves. They have to wear a hijab on camera, that's okay. Or on television, in public. You know, that's fucked up. That's really fucked up. But guess what? In France, you're not allowed to wear a hijab in public. So, they're like the equal of France in dress code. I mean, come on. It's fucking... I get very frustrated talking about this stuff. The only reason you're suddenly hearing about Iran is because of the things I said earlier and because we destroyed Iraq, which before the Iraq war was Israel's greatest threat. You know, it it always comes back to Israel and our interest in Israel. Um, You know, and it's no secret This isn't, you know, anti-Semitic conspiracy theories about the hidden Jew secretly manipulating things and starting the wars. No, this is out in the open. They tell us who to invade and overthrow because it's a threat to them, and we do it. Because we're Israel's bitch. You know? And they're also ours. That's the real tragedy. If we decided to cut Israel off tomorrow, you know, they wouldn't... uh, 
they'd have to behave very differently. Like, right now, they have Medicare for all in Israel. If you're an Israeli, you get free health care, point of service, no problem. We are paying for that. So we give them aid. We fund their military. We are Israel's, I would say, safety net, but it's more than that. We're like they're working. We're like almost their vassal state, but by choice. We could wake up tomorrow and be like, Israel, you're on your own. You have to behave like every other fucking country. And it's not just Israel. There are plenty of other countries that, you know, we prop up and support and shit. But regarding Iran, I do believe it's because of Israel. I think if Israel didn't exist, um, if there's some other country there, say Palestine, um, we wouldn't be having these problems with Iran. I mean, we'd still probably resent them for, um, you know, not not letting us plunder their resources, notably their oil. Um, so maybe, yeah, maybe it'd still be an issue. But certainly Netanyahu coming over here and telling our presidents what to do. You have Israeli politicians lobbying explicitly to write laws against BDS in the United States. How is that not fucking subterfuge? And foreign, I mean, you want to talk about Russian conspiracy theories with Trump. Holy shit. I don't have anything on Israel. Someone told me, I don't know if this is true, so I shouldn't repeat it, but I'm an irresponsible person. Somebody told me there are more Israeli spies in the U.S. than any other country. I mean, it's fucking crazy. That is a nation of psychopaths. Militant psychopaths. And they... It's, it's very frustrating. It's very, very frustrating. I don't have anything to do with the nation of Israel. Nothing. They're foreigners. They are... They are... I'm an American citizen. I don't know why the fuck my foreign policy, my domestic laws, why anything is being dictated by a foreign country in the middle of the goddamn desert fucking 3,000 miles away. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. So fuck those people. Not all of them. But fuck that country, that government. And I hate to be like, you know, I, it's not the Israeli people, it's the Israeli government. From what I can understand, it's the fucking Israeli people. You know, they're, they are... Abby Martin's done a lot of good reporting on this. She did a whole series just walking around, man on the street type stuff, talking to random random Israelis. And, like, the the moderates were, were like, yeah, you know, they should be removed to some other place. But I'm not for killing anyone, but they definitely got to get the fuck out of here. And then the hardliners straight up were like, I think we shouldn't intermarry with these people. An Arab is less than an Israeli. We should claim the whole Middle East. It's ours by birthright. Like, they are very, you know, they really do remind me of, and some people are going to get upset by this comparison, I don't care, they really remind me of the German attitude towards the East, towards the Soviet Union, this natural right to expand, you know, we are, they call themselves the chosen people after all, so we have to expand and create this, you know, secure our homeland from uh, encirclement, I mean, it's, it's straight out of fucking Nazi shit, and they came from the same part of the world, you know? So who knows? And there used to be Nazi Zionists. Uh, not Nazi Zionists, uh, but fascists. Explicitly, actually fascist Zionist political parties. And I think... And they were a big part of the Israeli politics up until, um, I don't know, the 50s or something. Before, probably earlier. Probably World War II. Probably put the kneecap on that. But I know there were 
millet. No, because I remember the one guy got assassinated by them, by the Ergun and others who were explicitly fascistic, Zionist, nationalist parties um, for working with the Nazis. So even during and through World War II, there were still fascist parties. But that was a while ago. Who knows? Look, I just want the Israelis to live in peace, and I want the Palestinians to live in peace. You know, a separate, a separate country. It's not separate. Well, but that's never going to happen. So they have to just be one country. We have to get rid of this idea of the Jewish state. You can't have a state for a religion unless it's going to be a pariah. You can't have a country that's half one race and ethnicity, half another, but explicitly designed for the luxury and the and the benefit of one race, racial, religious group. That It is apartheid. It's the exact same thing. So it should be one Palestine, one Israel. I don't care what you call it. Where all citizens are equal. I mean, preferably you would want two separate states, but that's never going to happen. In fact, probably nothing's going to happen. They're going to steamroll the Palestinians until there are no more. Anyway, I, long live the Islamic Republic of Iran. Leave them alone. Let them go. They're fine. They're our allies. They fight Al-Qaeda. They fight Wahhabism. They fight the people who cut off heads and shit. You know, they... There's no reason we should be escalating problems with them. Leave them alone. Let them be. It's disgusting. So, Joe Biden's done that. Um, what else has he done? Let's see. I've heard something about him undoing Trump's uh, EPA, destruction of the EPA. I haven't looked into it, though. I don't know how legit any of that is. I know we have escalated our bombing campaigns in Somalia, which is bad, bombing the chef. Somalia. What the fuck is in Somalia? Like, does anybody even know? I don't know. I mean, I guess there's Muslims there, so... I guess people don't ask questions, but I don't know, and my, I'm responsible. I have no idea what the fuck's going on in Somalia. The only thing I know is like Black Hawk Down, and Islamic Brotherhood was there years ago. I, I who knows? But Biden's escalating that. I guess we're still starving the Yemenis to death for no fucking reason. Again, I guess their crime was being born Shia. And, and, and the enemies of Saudi Arabia. The fucking monstrous, tyrannical, disgusting piece of shit country that we've decided to make our fucking puppet over there. Ugh. Gross. So it's fucking snowing. Fucking, I'm so over this winter, man. It needs to stop. It needs to end. I can't, I can't take it anymore. Especially these snow emergency routes. If anybody, if you don't live on the East Coast or in a snowing place, when it snows real bad, you have to clear the cars off the road. And so they make you move your car, and if you don't, they tow it. And so, like, the whole fucking... Si- but the thing is, the reason it has to be done is for the fucking people that don't live here got to be able to make sure the fucking suburbanites can get in and out of town for their fucking hot cocoa milk and 
fucking acai bowls and whatever the fuck they do. So if you actually live here, it's like you're working for these rich bastards. It's just your job to uproot your life. You know, shovel out. Like, you're doing hard labor shoveling shit for hours to get your car out of the way so that the rich people can still drive. Instead of just shutting down commerce. It's a fucking snow emergency. This is like a hurricane. It's over. At least for a day or two. Everything stops. And that includes fucking having all the roads. I don't, I don't understand why there's a snow emergency. I mean, I guess there's experts and shit who have worked it out. It seems like we could do a better job. Just leave the cars where they are. Let everybody go about their fucking lives. And just wait for the snow to be cleared. I guess then the plows would just dump the snow. Would just like shovel the cars in. I don't know. I just hate rich people. If I can blame any inconvenience on my life on the rich, I tend to do it because that's usually the answer. Maybe I'm wrong in this instance. I guess if they didn't tow the cars, then they would have nowhere to put the snow. I, I, I don't know. I just hate rich people. I really fucking hate rich people. I mean, I really hate them. Jeff Bezos, and not just him, plenty of people beneath that have less money than him, could right now end world hunger. He could snap his face. He wouldn't even have to do the work. He would call, could call, push a button. Yes, Mr. Bezos. Hey, I need you to put together a force to end world hunger. Okay, Bezos. Or he wouldn't probably wouldn't even have to say that. Hey, Toots, end world hunger. And then his assistant would go put together a task force, come up with a plan, hire the experts, yada, 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 yada. And all he would have to do is sign the check. Probably not even that. He's probably got a CPA to sign the check. And it's done. It can be done. All the people in the world could be fed. And he doesn't do it. And, by the way, he wouldn't notice a difference in his life. His material conditions would not change. His bank account would barely be affected. He doesn't do it. Could you imagine having that power? Wake up. Right now, I could end world hunger and it wouldn't affect my life. Like, what would you do right now? What kind of shit, if, it, if you would not notice a change in your, in, your, in, in your fucking gas tank, or your rent, or your groceries, all the food you eat, you could still eat your fancy, nothing would change. You would live like an emperor, but no more hungry people in the world. And he doesn't do it. Why? Why? What the fuck? And in fact... Our government could take his fucking money and do it ourselves. We could do it. We could say, sorry, Jeff Bezos, we're taking all your shit. Go cry about it. Nobody has a right to that much money. When there are people whose children are starving to death. You don't want to help the adults? Fine. Feed all the hungry children. Give me one fucking reason why Jeff Bezos should be able to sit on that money... Rather than feeding star all the starving babies of the world. Every fucking mother and father who have to weep with powerlessness. You know, just just a, a, a mortal the mortal terror of being helpless as their child cries and screams because his stomach is rotting because there hasn't been food in it for fucking a week. This baby is just skin and bones can barely work up the energy to cry anymore. I has to just sit there in silent pain and suffering. 
And the parents have to watch that. Helpless. Their hearts broken, their lives destroyed. They're, they, they, there's this utter worthless feeling of being unable to feed your own child. And this cocksucker sits there with the ability to make all that pain and suffering go away and he doesn't do it. Why? Why? Even a psychopath, a straight-up psychopath would do that for his own self-aggrandizement. Like, what is wrong with these people? And again, it's not just Jeff Bezos. Elon Musk could do it. There's plenty, you know, and that's just one example, feeding all the hungry people. Maybe that costs too much. Fine. There's plenty other shit you could do. You could do so much with that money. That's our fucking money. We earned it. It's our labor that built the roads. It's our fucking dollars that buy all that shit from Amazon. And it's our delivery men who deliver that fuck, those fucking packages. Elon Musk, fuck you. Who's going to buy your Teslas, son of a... Who's going to build your fucking Teslas? You didn't build, you didn't build that. We did. That's our money. That's our labor. That's our capital generated that you took off the top. Well, fuck you. We're taking it back. And we're going to fucking feed every goddamn child in the Western Hemisphere. Except we're not. We ain't going to do shit. We're not going to do anything. Because the only people with any balls in this country are fucking inner city black and Hispanic people who aren't going to die for shit. Let alone anything civic. Fuck that. This country, yeah. Good luck getting a bunch of black people to fight and die for America. Unless they're fucking paid to by the U.S. government. Or they're fucking right-wing neo-Nazi fucks who hate, actually hate this country. Hate the people of the country. And just want to look out for their own white enclave communities in the suburbs. And they have all the guns. They sure as hell aren't dying to take Jeff Bezos' money. They don't even believe in that. These dumb idiots still believe in trickle-down economics. They think if they suck Jeff Bezos' cock enough, some of his money will trickle down all over him. And they'll, you know, it's ridiculous. So many people who give a shit are a bunch of fucking Democrats. And half of them don't even believe in class struggle. Half of them believe in, you know, give money to the rich and it'll help the poor, which was always bullshit. It was made up to get people to give tax breaks to billionaires. So we aren't gonna do shit. I'm not. I'm not doing shit. Not by myself. You know why? If I fucking tried to start any kind of insurrection, if I wasn't shot by the cops and I wasn't shot by the soldiers and I wasn't shot by the hillbillies with all the guns uh my fucking fellow leftists would half of them would admonish me and the other half would uh say oh good job but they're not gonna fucking join me fuck that they got tuition to pay for and shit i have good jobs so i've kind of consigned myself resigned myself to the fact that you know the whole left thing it's not. I gotta. I gotta go back in the closet. It's, it's. It's over. You know. It's been squashed. It's. It's done. AOC is a salad. Ilhan Omar is still pretty dope, but at the end of the day, it's only a few people. So I'm trying to actually get out of politics and find a way to be happy without obsessing over this shit. But uh, you can. You can tell it's going well. I'm real, I'm real happy over here. No, I'm not. It sucks. It fucking sucks. 
So hopefully, maybe now that this domestic, this focus on domestic socialist socialist policy, Medicare for all and, and all that, and free college tuition, all the Bernie Sanders platform, now that that's dead in the cradle, uh, maybe uh, there will be a turn back to foreign policy, since that seems like the one thing that. You know, if you're not going to get any material... For a while, it seemed like we might get some material benefit out of domestic policy. That's why people gave a shit. Once it's clear that you're not going to get anything from that vein, you might as well go back to foreign policy. It's a hell of a lot more sexy. You know, it's a lot more engaging. So now that domestic's over, over, maybe uh, people start giving a shit about Arabs and Venezuelans and fucking everybody else. Rohingya and the Uyghurs. Who else? You know, the Somalis, the Sudanese, the Syrians, the Palestinians, the Libyans, the Nicaraguans, the Mexicans. Well, I guess that's enough for now. I decided to just record as much as I'm going to record and then release it because not many people listen to this anyway. And uh, might as well get some good content rather than a bunch of shitty content just to make it longer. But all right, everybody, keep your heads up. Hit me up on Twitter. It's Eddie Lanklank if you hear this. Um, and yeah, keep it real, everyone. Stay left, you know. Write your congressman, tell him he's a cocksucker if he supports this war in Yemen. All right, everybody. Drive safe in the snow. Peace. All right, guys. I spoke too soon. I literally just finished that episode, ran into sheets real quick. Evidently, Joe Biden is ending our war in Yemen, including all arms sales. Glory, hallelujah. Finally. Maybe I was wrong for not voting for him. I don't know. I mean, that's a big deal. That's a big fucking deal. That's a big fucking deal. I hope it's true. I hope he sticks with it. I hope we don't get sucked back in. I hope the Saudis don't throw a temper tantrum. I don't even know all the details. But if you haven't heard this, it looks like Joe Biden is announcing we are ending our support for that war and telling those Saudis... Ah, shit. I cut off, but I don't know where I was. But thank you, Joe Biden. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's hope this is uh, a real effort and that we don't get sucked back into any bullshit. This this could be great. Um, you know, you just heard me ranting and raving about it. Obviously, I, I, I didn't think I'd see it. I didn't think Biden would have the balls, especially since this whole thing started under Obama. I hope Biden keeps this up, man. I hope there's a secret progressive in there who just was suppressed by greed and playing, you know, give, getting along, you know, trying to just, I'm hoping there's some young enthusiastic leftist or liberal, real liberal in there who, you know, uh, adult Biden just killed and now he's an old guy who doesn't give a fuck and he can just do what he knows is right or think, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm giving him too much credit, but uh, this is a, this is a big deal. This is good news. This is great news. Um, Maybe the Saudis will even end the whole fucking thing. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. All right, everyone. Look it up. Let's let's see where this goes, but hopefully, hopefully this is good news. All right, bye.